Welcome to episode 100 of my podcast, The View from the Crow's Nest. It is Sunday the 13th of September 2020 and we have reached episode 100. So I'm quickly going to state the position of the podcast right now, recap my day and then close it off. It's not going to be a very long one given the above agenda. So currently, according to the... um, analytics on anchor.com or anchor app or whatever which is what I use to record the podcast um, on my 100th episode well this is the 100th so it's not the 100th but um, it has been listened to 441 times that doesn't include YouTube but I don't think the YouTube listens are particularly great in terms of going to make much of a difference to that maybe a few um, well actually maybe a few per episode so I guess that could be a another 50 or 100 or whatever so maybe 500 but 441 and apparently I have now an average listenership of five now that's that's awesome because that's 25 percent higher than it was you know up to about a week ago where it's been a four and looking at the stats um, which I just did in order to be able to tell you this stuff I'm not I haven't been tracking them to be honest but um I just looked and it seems I just had my best week ever I think it was um 66 plays in one week or something I think um, and it looks like there's a little bit of an uplift um, in the past month which would make sense we've gone from four to five regular listeners so that's pretty much you 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 or you um, and um, and that's awesome because you know y- you've been listening so you know exactly what these are like and they're not really full of wisdom or wit um, and they're probably not all that interesting a lot of the time. So um, they're kind of like a diary, really. So thank you very much for being so awesome and sticking with them. Maybe that's a, you know, a sign of things to come, a slow build. But on that note, and just to reiterate, if you are one of the few or the new who's um, you know, just come to this. So the original idea of this podcast was um, because I wanted to do something that kept me feeling like I was doing something busy. There's a few reasons you know one could do social media posts this that the other blah blah people say you should post on instagram every day and all of this stuff and i wanted something that i could do but something that i could keep up with and um wherever i was something that was easy to do so that was one reason for thinking well you know a daily podcast that i could probably do because i like talking two speaking of the like talking um i think i just read a book or something maybe it was in my mind or had been in my mind that you know there's so many options for expressing yourself through different art forms and that might be photography or whatever you know some people love using facebook some people love using twitter some people love um, do videos some people etc youtube but and i love talking <laughs> i'm sorry i do i love talking um so it was a very natural idea really to go with the best you know go with the the um medium that you're most comfortable in and talking is very easy so bosh that's the second reason for the podcast the third reason for the podcast was to create a, um, a diary for myself, effectively, of my thoughts of what I was up to. That may or may not be of use or interest at any time later in the future. But like all things, if you don't record it, if you don't put it down, if you don't do it, if you don't have that data, you can never go back and get it. So um, it's kind of like, well, OK, let me do that. And because, um, you know, these last few months, life really is changing. Obviously, um, you know, coronavirus has changed a lot of things, but our personal journey as a family and uh, my personal journey, you know, I can feel that there's a, it's undergoing really quite a significant change, probably one of the biggest changes that I've had in, in years. Um, and it's by certainly no means finished. It's like, it's, it's just at the beginning of that change, but I feel like it's a really 
basically at the start of a very big new chapter, um, a new phase of the life, which might be another five, ten year phase, who knows. But it's um, I feel like there's a corner kind of turned and this podcast is kind of going to be the um, the narrative of that. And then the last part, which relates back to the five people, average listeners, listenership or whatever, um, comes down to this. Anybody who is successful, whoever you, you feel is successful um, and relatively well known in the public eye, if you go to their social media, they have lots of people who might you know, comment, retweet, read up on what they say, this, that, the other. Anybody who's not successful and in the public eye, no one goes and looks at what they're doing or what they're up to. That's pretty much the kind of point of being in the public eye. So basically, it's another way of saying nothing has any value to other people until you know the current thing you're doing has value and then they look back at the previous things and go oh that's valuable that's interesting and my thinking was if I or when any of the things that I do become more valuable to more people more used by more people or enjoyed or what have you then the value of these podcasts might go up as far as other people are concerned so you guys are like complete hardcore because right now you know you're you it's just you and I in time, there might be other people listening. We might get up to six to seven. Hopefully, my hope is that as I um, create and ship, to use Seth Godin's term, you know, as I create stuff like music and art and business and whatnot and put it out there, that will attract more and more people who will be slowly and slowly, but who will be interested in the my kind of daily thoughts. And it will give more gravitas and weight to what I'm saying as the audience expands. That's the idea. No idea whether it will actually go that way or not who knows it might just be the five of us forever but you know I'm looking at it as my, the audience of this has risen 25% from four to five um, by the hundredth episode so if you imagine every hundred episodes growing the audience by 25% um, well actually you know probably every 50 episodes or something 75 episodes it grows by 25% uh, after a while that makes quite a difference might take a while, but it'll make quite a difference. Slow start, faster finish. Anyhow, so that's my ramble on the podcast and a long way of saying thank you very much for supporting by listening. Um, and the state of play on 100 episodes. The second part of this is my day. Um, continuing my descent this week in energy levels. Um, you know, yesterday I had a day off and today I had another day off. I just, that's it, two days in a row. I, um, I was tired, really tired. And uh, the only thing I can really put it down to, apart from not necessarily getting enough sleep, is how draining I'm finding the Italian, particularly, that I'm doing this Italian study ahead of my exam. In um, Actually, it was a week. It wasn't meant to be the 16th. Then in classic Italian style, you book the exam um, and they, you say, what time is it? They say, well, book the exam and then I'll tell you the time. OK, so you book, you pay, and then you're waiting for them to tell you the time, which is obviously inconvenient anyway because you'd imagine they'd tell you the time, and then you could book. Uh, and then they're like, okay, great, we've got your place. It's not the 16th, it's the 21st. It's like, well, how, how, how is that even related? And it's at 5pm. When we therefore pointed out that the 21st of September at 5pm, though brilliantly it gives me an extra week, is also my 40th birthday. And I do not want to be going into Naples on my 40th birthday for the evening so that I can take an Italian exam. Joy. So we managed to get them to move it to the next day at about 2pm. So the day after my 40th at 2pm, I have it. So if I was thinking of having a raving crazy 40th birthday party and being blind drunk, much as I was at my brother's 40th birthday party, 
Uh, forget about that because I'm not going to that exam with a big fat hangover feeling all slow because I really can't do that. So um, the good news is I've got a couple of weeks to do it. The bad news is it's right after my birthday. So be it. Um, however, so I've been studying for it and my brain's really trying, I'm really trying to get it, you know, my head around Italian so I can be prepared as best I can for this oral exam and pass it and therefore be able to qualify to get my start to get my citizenship for Italy, which means that I'll then become an EU citizen so I can travel freely with Simona and the kids around Europe and not have to worry about this pointless, stupid Brexit business. Um, well, not pointless, but it is, in my opinion, a backward step. Nonetheless, I digress. So, yeah, so the uh, so I, I hadn't put um, I hadn't realised, I think, how much this is really draining me. And um, I think I realised today why it is, is because um, basically I'm not used to being so challenged by something. I think that's what it comes down to, mentally challenged, as in everything I've learned for years, years and years, as long as I can remember, really. I learn it, maybe I read it or I watch a video on it or something, and basically the information's in my head, like it's that's it, I've got it, and then I can use it and access it. Obviously, if it's very specific information and I don't try and use it for years afterwards, then I might kind of forget it a bit. But um, basically, concepts, they go into my brain, and I can take, grab them pretty quickly. And this is something, therefore, I'm not used to. I'm not used to struggling to retain and utilise concepts and information. And um, it's really, it's really stressing me, like really stressing me and really draining my energy. So um, I cannot wait for it to be over, frankly, um, get this test out of the way. Then the pressure's off, hopefully, and then hopefully, you know, I can learn the language at a bit more of a slower pace. And um, well, it's the thing, I, can't, I know the language to a degree and I know the, some of the grammar rules, but I just can't keep them in my head. Anyway, that's my whinge over. Um, so today I had another day off and um, well I, I had an Italian lesson at 10 o'clock this morning um, I only did an hour because I, that just drove me and I was in a good mood when I woke up and, and then I was super stressed when I finished this lesson I just about halfway through I just had a brain freeze and uh, it was yeah I was challenged heavily challenged by it and um, it took me a couple of hours to work my way out of that stressed funk but what I did do which was really really cool um, is Leonardo had a, an afternoon nap. He doesn't always. In fact, more recently he started having them again. But before this week, he hadn't had one in weeks, if not months. Um, so he had an afternoon nap, and Simona was like, look, I wouldn't mind going to the beach. And I said, I just I can't. I really don't have the energy to leave the house. And Mina didn't want to leave the house. So Sim said, well, OK, you guys, all we wanted to do is sit on the couch and uh, do something or watch TV. Um, Sim went out to the beach, that's just Mina and I, and it's not that often that it's just Mina and I. So we went through four different, we watched four different programs, all like educational programs for kids. Um, one on science, one on biology, one on history, and one on um, kind of critical thinking, I guess, is probably the, the, the best thing I could say. Um, and it was really cool because we, we went through, we cuddled on the sofa and went through and we paused the video or the, paused the program every you know, few minutes when we needed to, to discuss and delve into the concepts that they were mentioning. So, you know, asking Mina her thoughts, why this, why that, why does she think, what consequence, blah, blah, blah. Um, and that was really enjoyable. She really enjoyed it. And then when we finished those four, we fired up Cubasis on the iPad, which is a music production program. And we started doing... Um, music learning by building a track you know we were looking at um, importing 
uh, sample loops and then time stretching them so they fit our tempo that we picked and then uh, playing around with some new instruments it was, it was really really cool so basically um you know having just working so much i realized how little time i've spent just with the kids one-on-one -on -one and doing educationally stuff and doing you know fun stuff and so um so that was really cool and then we finished it off by starting to watch the third lord of the rings so we're now an hour into the return of the king which mina is absolutely loving um so that's been my day and that's where the podcast is this is where i am tomorrow is a new week oh but i do have i have a new phrase which i'm going to try and maintain um i just finished reading the second recent book from derek sivers who is a an author that i very much admire i really like his thinking and um he, he kind of in fact his books are very short like almost one page chapters each with a different concept or related concepts but from maybe from a different angle um talking about life and business and just his view on things and one of those um that i read probably sums up his thinking very well in the way he explains things which is if i'm going to butcher it a bit but paraphrase it which was um his opinion or one's opinion is like the counter melody in life's melody so you know the general narrative the general standard way of thinking let's say is is melody and the counter melody for those that don't know is a melody is a, a kind of a yeah a melody a run of notes that work against and probably in the opposite direction to the main melody and in fact the counter melody could be a melody on its own in its own right but between them they kind of are greater than the sum of their parts because they create harmony um as they're uh, as they're flowing so what he was saying is you know it's not that you take one person's opinion or one road or one idea and that's the only way it's absolutely you, you take one but the other one informs and actually enriches and therefore each one of us is like a counter melody to life's general melody so his writing his viewpoint on everything tends to be like the counter melody you know it's it's almost counterintuitive or it's almost going against the norm but actually there's so much i find so much wisdom and he's a very succinct writer um and um and he's got a very interesting story and backstory as well um so yeah i really like his writing so i just finished his he recently released two books um one on music and kind of music marketing he was a musician then he founded cd baby and then he sold it and then all sorts um and the other one is kind of a continuation on that because they're both really metaphors for life in all ways anyways um he is very much one for kind of you know chilling and kind of i mean he works incredibly hard but what i mean is like you know just relax it's not nothing's that serious or if it is you can look at it a different way and da, 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 da. so maybe with that mindset on and this recent stress about the italian exam about bringing on board new um teammates for audience ninja about the need to bring revenue in and start earning some money because you know we're at the point now where we haven't got too much longer of uh kind of savings as it were um to tide us over before we really need some extra input we could do with leaving my mother-in-law's after five months or whatever so we could kind of have a bit of our own place again and start moving about again which obviously needs money which leads to business which leads to pressure and all of the above etc etc and so 
in view of not educating the kids as much as I'd like, not playing with them as much as I'd like, not spending as much time with my wife as I'd like, not, you know, very rarely taking time to just do enjoyable things, you know, in the present, because I'm always thinking in the future. I'm very future-focused, um, you know, very delayed gratification, very much about, um, you know, planning and uh, trying to build this ideal future and work-life balance and all of that, and actually you spend your whole time building these future things then obviously it's too much in the future and not enough in just being and enjoying the present so after that massive preamble my new phrase that i'm going to try as of today that came into my head that i'm going to now use is drum roll are you ready this is the big reveal three words it can wait it can wait that's it I'm going to try and apply that to everything. When I feel stressed because I've got all this work on, I said I'd reply to this person, I've got all these emails in, I've got this, I've got to send that, I've got to do da It can wait. Oh, no, I really, I must study this, I must study that, I must, I must, I must, I must. It can wait. Obviously, there'll be exceptions, and those are the emergencies, true emergencies, health emergencies, or whatever. Everything else, it can wait. Simple. So I don't know how long I'm going to be able to um, flow with that mindset. Maybe it's these two days off, which I've really needed, that have helped me to develop a slightly more laissez-faire attitude to things. But that's where I'm at right now. It can wait. Um, And in a completely roundabout way, relating back to what I was saying about this podcast at the beginning, um, now it's just coming to my mind, so you may have noticed, so the podcast, as I said, was so I felt like I was doing something daily, you know, I was doing something, I was building something, I was busy, I was doing something social and putting some content out there. And, da, da, da. and um, then recently you might have noticed, or might not, on my Instagram, I was posting a photo a day at least of me, because apparently those are the photos that seem to get most rea- positive reactions from people is just simple photos of me, which I can't really understand, but there we go. So I was experienced posting photos of me and I started a daily, the Daily Noodle, a video series uh, where I was just trying to get my ass outside to play guitar and have a break from work. And then I was filming it by way of creating daily content that may or may not be useful or interesting or whatever. And I was putting those out for about eight days and they became already, they'd become a challenge. Like, you know, I wasn't in the mood to do them. I had to force myself and da 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 so there we go, I'm putting out this content, 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 and then I'm sharing it from IGTV to Facebook and then to YouTube and all of this faffing about, all of this busyness. But when I looked you know, at the stats, it was quite clear, I think, that it's not lighting the world on fire. You know, I was getting some nice feedback, some nice comments, this, that, the other. But the truth is, actually, all of that is just busyness. It's 15, 20 minutes here, 5, 10, 15 minutes there, it's thinking about it, stressing about it, which means you've got switching costs, you know, switching costs being if you're doing one thing and you're worried about something else and then you go and do the other thing and then you come back, it's not just the time it took you to do the other thing, it's all the time that you spent thinking or worrying about it up till then, it's the energy that when you switch you don't go straight back into the other tasks, you've got to kind of warm yourself back into it, get into your flow, so those are switching costs, so a task that takes you 10 minutes actually probably takes you 20 minutes or half an hour, if you see what I mean. So they all had these switching costs. They all took time and resource. And that's time is the most limited resource, the only one we can't really replenish. And, um, yeah, as a consequence, I did it for a little bit and posted it. And then I just I couldn't be bothered. 
the only thing I could be bothered to do it every day was the podcast. So I just thought to myself, well, that's clearly your thing. You know, just keep doing your daily podcast. Maybe, you know, the videos might get 100 people watching and the podcast might have five people listening. But you know what? The podcast is what you kind of enjoy doing. It's easy. You know, that's fine. The others are stressful. And the podcast is my way of putting closure on a day as well, whereas the others I've got to try and fit in and do And I re-realised something, which I'd realised before and forgotten, and now I'm kind of sharing it with anybody who may be going down this road as well, any artists particularly, and people who feel that they must be constantly sharing stuff with the world, you know, must share stuff so the world doesn't forget about me, you know. That means I've got to tweet, I've got to, I'm talking about more social media sharing, you know, pictures and this, that and the other. And I realised, at least this is my current take on it, and maybe it's because it can wait to everything else, which is this. And it's, it kind of goes for something about business as well. They, there's an idea that don't start a business until people are asking you to, until people want to pay you for doing something, and then you, you know you've got a business. Until then, don't start. So with that kind of in mind, with those concepts in mind, I'm kind of thinking like this. When you create... If you spend your time creating something of genuine value, so as a musician that might be a song or more likely an album, but something finished, complete. And by finished, complete, I don't mean perfect. I just mean finished and complete enough that you can put it out there um, and people can enjoy it and get value from it. It could be a book. If you're a blogger, it could be blog posts. If you're, you know, you make widgets for your business, it's making widgets. If you do sell a service, you're a consultant. You know, whatever it is, whatever that product is, that thing that you put out there that has value, that has value. And that's what you should spend your time doing. Sounds obvious, right? So to my mind, I was just thinking, until people start contacting you over the thing that you're putting out there that you that is value, until people are missing it or asking you where they can buy it or asking you when the next one's coming or, you know, but un, you know unlooked for inbound messages, emails, whatever, on social media, saying, oh, that was great, I really enjoyed that, I've discovered this, I want to hear more, I want to see more, I want to enjoy more, I want to use more, I want whatever it is. Until that's coming in, no amount of daily, you know, faffing on social media, pictures here or whatever there, that doesn't make any difference, really. And although the narrative of obviously of, of marketing people generally is you must post every day you must do this every day you must you must own the platform you must ask your audience questions you must do this you must do that show your life da, da, da. actually the truth is until people are asking you for the main thing that you're creating when's the next one where can i get more where can i enjoy buy whatever consume you know order whatever it is until you're getting that in all you should be doing is working on improving more of that one product and putting it out there now of course you do need marketing to get it to people but actually there's a really quick and easy way to do that you put some money on ads on facebook you make that content go to you know ten thousand people a hundred thousand people which is still pretty cheap even now relative and um, you see how people react to it and if they're reacting positively if if by just seeing it they're coming to you and saying this is great then you know that you've created something worthwhile and those people are going to do things like start listening to your podcast or have more interest in your photo but it should come that way your main creation your main art and i'm using the word art liberally it could be in your work your main work let's say whether whatever type of work that is i'm using that to encompass everything 
the main thing that you do, that's what should be bringing people in to have interest in what you're doing. And if you don't have that first stage, then no amount of you know, social media busyness is going to help. But once you've got that main stage, then the social media business busyness is going to have an audience and people are going to be interested. Exactly what I was talking about as the hope for number four for this podcast. Um, so that kind of took me off, let me off the hook. I feel much more relieved now. I'm like, you know what? And it will happen again. I'll go in a cycle. I'll start reading marketing stuff and I'll start thinking, oh, I'm not doing enough marketing. I'm not busy every day. I'm not. And um, there was another thing, actually, that I'm really rambling today. There was another thing that um, Derek Siver said in one of his books, which I thought was a really important point. He said, again, I'm going to mangle it, but it's basically a long line of you need to keep earning your title. So if you wrote a book 10 years ago, you were an author. But if you haven't written a book since, you're kind of not really an author anymore, you know, because you haven't authored anything. You know, 10 years ago, you're an author, but times change, you change. And I think I've been kind of in that mindset like five, six years ago. I had um, I had what I was just talking about. People were having messages from people I didn't know who really liked what I was doing with my music wanted to know more wanted to ha- have more consume more and it was wonderful and I was spending a couple of hours a day replying to emails and messages from fans um, and so I built a fan base and some of those people wanted to pay me money to join my members club and it was wonderful and when I put something out there it had traction people wanted to hear it see it whatever and it was great but for the last six years probably I've not really done that so I still consider that I have this fan base but the truth is actually I don't I mean I sent I send emails out to people and I get now quite you know a nice number of emails back from usually the same sort of people maybe a, a group of about 100 people um, who might reply um, but it's not like it was previously and equally therefore I shouldn't consider it you know like that things change and you change you need to keep earning that and what I realize is I haven't earned that for the last you know, how many years I've been focused on other business ideas and the kids. Um, so I want to reset. I want to keep earning that. I want to re-earn that. So coming right back to it can wait. The other things, they can wait. The things that, you know, everything's not important. It can wait. Everything that doesn't have to be done right this minute, it can wait. It's time to reset, refocus on the things that really matter and can really move the needle that people really connect with. Of course, still need to bring some money in. So <laughs> speak to me tomorrow. It might be a different story. But that's where I am right now. That is the view from the crow's nest. It was a long one. We're nearly 27 minutes in. So if you got this far, you truly are a champion. And I thank you for it. Um, and I always say, if you do have any thoughts or feedback or ideas on this or riffs or whatever you want, then hit me up on Twitter at Romeo Crow. Um, did not intend it to be a long one today. They've been pretty short recently, but obviously I had a few things that I wanted to get off my chest or explain or put out there. I don't know whether the narrative is for me or whether it's for you. Hopefully it's a bit of both. Thank you very much for listening. That was the 100th episode, and I will speak to you tomorrow. Take care. Good night.